0: John chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus speaking, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you, do not let your hearts be troubled, nor let it be fearful, we're talking about dealing with loss, and today we're going to talk about father as a comforter. You're listening to Sean and the Word. Hey, God bless you. Man, it's so good to be with you again. The last episode, you know, as I introduced that we're dealing with loss. We're, we're talking about the the events leading up to and the, the weeks following the passing of my mom that took place uh, July 16th, 2020. And it uh, just really felt in my heart to share this because... Man, God is so good. And i, I it, was a, it was a time in my life that I would always look to to dread and be fearful of. But the Lord did so much that it, 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 I mean, I just, I really want to share it with you. It's really amazing. It's a miracle what's taken place. And I just feel that it would encourage and be a blessing to those who are struggling with loss and, and recovery and hardship and trials and darkness. Uh, one thing the Lord has really shown me is that even darkness is not dark to him. Hallelujah. you know He can use any and he does use everything. And I uh, just want to share about this and, uh, and really understanding God as Father. The last episode we talked about Father as a provider or protect our, excuse me preparer. In this episode we're going to talk about Father as a provider and really when I say Father as a provider in the midst of this situation, We're talking about his comfort, Uh, not just the funds, not just dollars and cents, not just food and and water, but really we're going to talk about comfort. Uh, The last episode, we talked about him as a prepare, how he prepared the table, uh, a feast in presence of my enemy. Only he could do such a thing, and he's done it. And really now, as Jesus promised in John chapter 14, verse 27, jesus promised that he would give peace and that is beautiful that's a beautiful word that that he would give us his peace let that sink in speaking to his apostles his friends his followers that had been with him for over three years at that point knowing that his time here on the earth and how he was going to be uh, murdered right in front of them and right before them taken snatched from them and and led to the sheep to the as a sheep to the slaughter. He, he understood the humanity of them and how they would miss them and how it would, if it wouldn't be careful, they would be traumatized. But he told them, he assured them, I am going to give you my peace, his peace. Jesus being perfect, being holy, being eternal, has perfect shalom, has perfect peace. There's no higher mark. There's no other standard to compare it to, for it is perfect in itself. And Jesus promised that he would give, he would provide his peace to his people. That's mind boggling. Earlier in John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus gives another example of this. He says that the thief comes only to steal. And to kill and to destroy. But I, Jesus says, came that they, my people, my sheep, my children, may have life and have it abundantly. Do you see the heart of Jesus? Do you see how he's dealing with things? Do you see his beautiful promise here? And that beautiful promise is is that he deals in abundance. And that word abundance is extremely special. It's used in another New Testament passage in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. It says, Now unto him, the Apostle Paul writes, that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works within us. Again, that word abundance appears there in in that promise. That word abundance literally means very great or being excessive or an extreme amount. It's an emphatic word that that means that he's a lavish. He's going to lavish. It's going to surpass all, more, much greater than you can imagine. Jesus proclaimed that one of the attributes of belonging to him and knowing him as shepherd, as father, that he provides, and when he provides, he provides in abundance. Hallelujah. He doesn't measure out just enough. He measures out more. Exceedingly, abundantly, cup overflowing. (laughs) Our God is a God of abundance. Sky is more than enough. The ocean is larger than we can ever imagine. Land mass. God is a God of abundance. The Apostle Paul uses this same term when describing the shepherd's shepherd's capability of accomplishing in and for us. He says this is what he's going to do in you and for you. It's exceedingly abundantly above all. During this season of loss, I've experienced an abundance. If I had to categorize these, this season of my life it would be in a season of abundance. I know that sounds weird and, and awkward and I know that some people be like, how in the world? I, I can't explain it. That's how, the, that's how the shepherds, how the Father deals in His provision for His people, abundance. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's abundance of presence. The Lord's presence has been abundant in this situation. He has been tangibly near to me and my family, and He has tangibly proven His nearness in ways that I cannot, unexpl- I cannot explain or even try to understand. This whole process, this whole season, has been a season of abundance. He has provided in abundance His peace, and He's done that through His presence, His nearness. The Lord's peace has been given in abundance. I've never in my life experienced such peace in the middle of such pain. It's unreal. That pain can't even be pain when His peace has been given in such abundance. There can't even be a deep sorrow or a deep traumatization because His peace is such an abundance. There's no room for anything else. Hallelujah. The Lord's comfort through His church has been so abundant that I would never be able to explain all the the hands and feet of the church has been to my family. They have come. They have called. They have given cards. They have uh, given refinances to be able to help with the funeral services. They have provided food. They have done so much. The comfort through His church has been abundant when I say abundant i 'm talking about abundance and everything. There was abundance of food there was an abundance of fried chicken. now let me tell you those who know me know that I love fried chicken it 's one of my favorite foods in all of creation, but I've eaten so much fried chicken during that time that i don't even want no more fried chicken. There was an abundance of fried chicken I'm sick of it. <laughs> There was an abundance at the funeral service, an abundance of flowers. The flower, the lady that's in charge of the flower company here in our city, called me and she says, We're gonna have to show up two hours, start showing up two hours before because I've never seen this many flowers. The gentleman that was an older gentleman that opened the door at the church called me and he says, Pastor Sean, I've never seen so many flowers. There was an abundance of flowers. There was an abundance of pastors. During the funeral services, I had five friends, pastor friends, call and, 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 and say, hey, we want to be a part of what, what can, how can I be a blessing? How can you use me? Five pastor friends. There was others as well that abundantly poured out the message of God, of the gospel of God and, and comfort through their message and through their words. There was an abundance of truth that was speaking over my family, and God used their abundance to comfort us through the, with the gospel of Jesus Christ. There was an abundance of family members and friends that, even in the midst of all this pandemic, they still showed up to, 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 to be with us and to love on us and to comfort us. Only Jesus can turn an hour of loss into a season. abundance the potential of getting all that the Lord has for you and for your family and all that he has for you during times like this is only available when he's your shepherd in chapter 10 verse 9 of John's gospel Jesus says I am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved he shall go in and out and find pasture Jesus said that he is the door and that one must enter in in order to to come to the place where he could be your shepherd. See, in order to come to Jesus, you have to come to the door, through the door. Jesus said he's not only the shepherd, but he's the door to the shepherd. When we come to the one who stands not only as the doorkeeper, but as the very way into salvation, we have access to all that He has for us. Relationship of knowing Him as Father, where He could be a, a preparer for us. Knowing Him as Father, where He could be a provider for us. Where we will understand that He deals in abundance. It says that we would be saved. The word saved literally means to have all that God has for you. It doesn't just limit to forgiveness of sins. It doesn't just limit to the healing of the body. It doesn't just limit to, 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 to resources, finances, or even eternity. It literally means all that God would have for you. That he's provided. He's willing to give you access. You know, the day that I feared the most... The day that would have been a a dread to to most, to all. was a day of God's abundance. Where literally he, he reached down from heaven, he shook the heavens and he gave abundance of peace. Father provided an abundance of comfort father provided an abundance of presence from his church and from family members the father provided an abundance of the message of hope that this life will end for all of us but those who know him as savior who has entered into the way of salvation through the door of jesus christ and has known him as shepherd will experience the Father's provision of everlasting life. Jesus said that I will give you my peace. In the midst of all this calamity, in the midst of all this hardship, in the midst of loss, trouble, and death, do you have his peace? Do you have his comfort? Have you experienced the Father's provision and that provision in abundance? And Jesus says He is the door. And if you're going to enter in, you got to enter in through Him. If you're going to have it, you can only have it because you make Jesus Lord of your life. And you have access to all the Father has provided. Lord we love you and I thank you Lord that you are not only the father who prepares for Lord you have set up those who are listening today just as much as you've set up the one who's speaking you've prepared us that our individual as the pastor said last week that our individual decisions has come to one common goal one common outcome this moment And Lord, for the ones who, Lord, who has not surrendered their life to you, I pray in Jesus' name that that they would give you their heart. They would surrender their life. That, Jesus, they would ask you to forgive all of their sins. And that you would be their shepherd and give them access to the Father and all he has for them. And Lord, I would like to thank you again for turning this hour of darkness into the glorious hour of light and turning loss, Lord, into a season of abundance. For that's you, Lord, that does exceedingly abundantly more than we can ever think, ask, or even imagine. We love you and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. God bless you real good. God bless you all the way. Thank you for joining me on Sean and the Word. And Next time we're going to talk about Jesus as protector. The Father as a protector. His promises. I love you. God bless you.